0: Last time on Knights of the Road Table the team recovered from witnessing the terrible ceremony of the Heartrend and also learning that Sarsa now transforms into a werewolf. Riggs was forced to replan his replanned assault on Lord Malkinoth for that evening and in the meantime the team went out into the city of Cambion to see what they could see. So far it involves zucchini bread, arrows, uh, a lady goblin named uh, Clump on bottom of foot and uh, a lot of ale.
1: A hotel, Arrowins, an alley. All right. All
2: right. I, I looked inside Fletcher's Flurries. Do mm-hmm. I see anything? Is it completely empty? Is it just a, keep mentioning it, but it's clearly boarded up? But is there anything in there?
1: Yeah. Peeking in, you can't see a lot because of the boards and like you can kind of like look through the windows, but they're definitely like dirty. You can kind of make out kind of standard store stuff. Maybe there's a little bit of stock around, but it looks from what you can see is dark in it's there. It looks pretty, relatively empty. Pretty
2: much cleared out. All right. Let's go into Arrowins.
3: Uh, uh, Greatly. When we are done uh, here, uh, we need to go to this hotel and uh, stop them from hiring people from killing rats. Because uh, I just met a a a a goblin druid like me, but not me. Uh, She was uh, very nice. Uh, Her name was Clump, and uh, (laughs) Uh... uh, she she uh, wants me to uh, help the rats
2: all right sure let let's deconstruct that after we talk to Erin
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: uh,
1: yes arrows
3: first uh, priorities
1: okay all right so you walk into Erwin's and uh there's a guy there presumably Aaron uh who's like uh oh, what can I do for you uh, 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 How are you doing come on right come on right in oh I see your I see your bow there oh um, nice. uh, nice. are you Aaron I got that yeah, that's Aaron. That's me. Aaron that's, of uh, Arrowins. Fletcher, Fletcher can be on Aaron. Ar- Aaron of Arrowins. Get it? It's like Aaron, arrow, arrowin. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, oh, 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 like yeah, with two A's.
2: Uh, I see that two A's. Yeah, two R's, yeah. starts with two A's. Very it's clever. Like the There's not a lot of arrow um, puns in in the world, so I appreciate that. I'm I'm, I'm a bit of a I'm an arrow guy myself.
1: Oh, oh, nice. That's good. Uh, and, uh, I, I got some arrows that could, uh, you are a bit of an aficionado. We got more than just the, uh, you know, the standard stock, regular old, uh, wooden arrows. Yeah, well, If you're interested, I, you got I a little do appreciate. coin. Or, uh, I do
2: appreciate that. I'd like to see what you have. I mean, I, I do have, you know, higher tier, um, equipment, and I pull out an arrow out of my quiver of elemental arrows, and I pull out an mm. arrow, and it starts to, like, and I, and I say, Spocky time, and it goes, <laughs> 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 I just put it put it back.
1: Oh, so, do you, can you, do you sell those? Can we, uh, maybe do a little bit of barter, or? Well, we'll see, What well, depends on what you got.
2: I'll, my name's uh, Gravely, by the way, this is my associate's branch.
1: Nice to meet hey, you. Hello. Nice to meet you, uh. So looking around this place, you kind of have like, there's sort of like a front section with a couple of quivers of sort of standard looking arrows and like javelins and crossbow bolts and other kind of like ammunitions, standard stuff. And uh, behind the counter, there's really not much back there, but there's a, on the right hand wall, there's a curtain up covering Mm -hmm. the kind of like right wall.
2: All right. Is there like a counter, a counter space?
1: Yeah, Aaron's behind a, a counter space. Okay. That's What's, between uh, you and the curtain.
2: Show me your your
1: interesting,
2: um, eclectic kind of arrows or equipment, if you don't mind, Mister Aaron.
1: Um, let me see around here. I can. Uh, well, first of all, if you have any custom orders, we might be able to to make something out a little bit. And uh, but uh, I can interest you in uh, right back here. These are silvered arrows. Silver tip, good for hunting things that require silver. Costs a little extra, but they are worth it. Right. You're looking for a little bit more, so you're not too interested in that? Uh, I, that, that might be interesting. I'll keep, keep that in mind.
2: Silver tips, all right.
1: I don't offer these to everybody, but I do have a couple. Uh, I don't have a lot. Uh, I sell them per arrow, but these are, uh, hmm, Aaron probably doesn't call them this, but they are plus one arrows. Okay. These are are magic arrows. Got a little bit more bang for your buck right there. Wait, wait. Are those the the zipper tips or the stinger tips? Uh, I think these are zipper tips. Oh, yeah. I've heard about those. All right.
2: Zippers. Okay. That's pretty good. They're very quick. It's got good aerodynamics on the fletching. The shaft is made yeah, yeah. of a
1: lighter um, wood. I've got uh, uh, other things here. I've got, uh, well, is there anything you're looking for?
2: Oh, you know, I mean, we're, we're looking for things that are, uh, maybe some things that are good for game hunting.
3: Oh, Like it, food game, not like playing a yes, game. Yes, yes. Uh,
2: T- uh, things that might help with, uh, oh, oh I- I'm looking, actually, I am looking for something. Um, I'm looking for an arrow that might be... It's called a um, uh, gentle repose arrow.
1: Um, All right, listen. Did Hugo send you... Did Did Hugo hire you to come get these stupid arrows? Hugo's not allowed to have this arrow. Well,
2: no, I, I, I don't know Hugo. Um,
1: I, I am just... You know who, I can, you, you got crumbs there right on your lips right there. There's crumbs right running down your tunic right I, I, there. You've been bribed by the zucchini bread to come and get the gentle repose arrows. Look,
2: now, look, look, I I, I have a few friends that would definitely appreciate some meat pies or, 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 or some hearty things. And Hugo said he would uh, find, you know, if we could get this arrow, he'd be able to... Um, Get some good meat and, and make some things for it. It's a, it's, a, it's a Hugo.
1: Don't get no arrows, he knows what he did. It's not happening. No, both of you get out here. Wait, what did he uh, do? What are you uh, talking uh, about? Yes, why ruined my wedding? That's what he did. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. It would not good whatsoever. Yeah, i right, I'm gonna forgive him. Did you not get married? Well, no, I got married, and uh, and then it was not that ruined. He couldn't have been well, that I mean. Ruined. It's a bit of a separate issue. I'm not married anymore, but uh, uh, more specifically. Listen, Hugo made my wedding cake, and it was a disaster. It turned in the middle of the ceremony. The cake turned to liquid, covered the whole dance hall. Everybody slipped. It ruined our all-finest clothes, and uh, I think think he did it on purpose. Are you sure that it was a...
2: Like a melting thing, or did maybe somebody might have caused some magic to cause it to melt? I mean, it might not have been his fault.
1: Someone like Hugo. Is he a magical Hugo? Hugo, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but he's the baker. I make the errors. He makes the cakes. I bought a cake from him, and uh, it didn't work out. And now I'm divorced. It, so, ah, uh, you excu- know how that happens. Excuse branch. Uh, why? Why
3: would he want to ruin your wedding? Is he with your ex-wife? now
1: well i don't know if that's it that's not important it's not i don't think that's related to 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 to, to, to any anything i don't but, think it's but, no big deal but do you have
2: any reason to try to ruin your wedding i mean it seems like if he's making a cake and there's a potential clientele of of people that might buy his baked goods you wouldn't want his his own merchandise to to go bad and cause a bunch of chaos so it doesn't well, make sense a well,
1: listen. You go. <laughs> you know what? You know what you go is <laughs> it's my ex-wife? You called it. You called it right. And 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 I feel like he's he's been sabotaging ah, it from there the start. It is. There he's it been is. sabotaging it from the start. And if not for the melted wedding cake, everybody would live happily ever after. All
2: right. All right. Well, hey. Uh, listen. Um, Aaron, it, it, it's it's a, it's not my business and our business uh, to get in the way of your personal thing. But let's talk business. All right. Um, You said you might be interested in some of my uh, elemental arrows. So um, what if we do a little trade? You can give me one of those gentle repose arrows and I'll give you a few of my uh, elementals. And and maybe we throw in a little bit of extra gold and call it a day.
1: (laughs) Aaron is upset.
2: (laughs) I've also got fire
1: and ice. Oh, that's cool. Can 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 I see one of those? Uh, sure, flame on. <laughs> so he takes it and looks at it. I think your ability to produce those is limited. Like they don't like you can use them. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Stick you would around. be able to give him a bunch. Yeah. So uh, does he know that? <laughs> Aaron certainly doesn't. Uh, you mind if I try this out? Sure.
2: How about a little? How about a little wager? Uh, you have a target over there on the wall, I see, for in-house um, trying things out. If if I can hit three targets uh, on point um more than you can uh, then how about we get to walk out with the arrow uh
1: i am not good at archery you uh, you're, so you're a fletcher you will, but you're you not you're not uh, skilled in the okay pretty bad actually well, now would there be uh, another kind of on the sales angle hmm. How about uh, one gold? If you give me a quiver full of these, ten of these, uh, 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 one gold each, uh, ten gold, that would be a good deal. Ten gold and... I'll give you ten gold, you give me a quiver of ten of these fire arrows, and uh, and uh, we'll call it a day. Huh?
2: All right. <laughs> so I pull, I kind of count out ten arrows. I'll say, flame on! And then all ten arrows. <laughs> just this big fire poof of arrows. And they all kind of have a little flame on them now and I'll say you might want to put these somewhere where they will uh, stay eternally lit I think until they're shot when they're shot they lose the they lose the flame
1: uh, how long are these how long will these keep burning oh they'll just keep burning until you shoot them oh all right cool all right I'll walk these up and he's like looking for like he ends up finding like a torch mm-hmm. sconce yeah to like move the torch and stick them in. And uh and it counts out from the register. I only have uh Oh,
2: it's okay. You we don't need the gold. We just want the
1: arrow. The arrow of gentle repose. Oh yes. Hey, ten for one is a good deal. I don't I don't want it to go to Hugo. This is not it's a it's a personal thing. All it's right. worth what, what more about than the this? money. What it's if I better.
2: promise you that uh I'll use the arrow to hunt for the meat for for Hugo? Hugo can make the thing that we want. We'll even bring you some baked goods. I know you probably like them. You, you hired him in the first place. Well, I used to. It used to be my favorite my favorite pastry chef, but it's not anymore. I'm sure revenge probably doesn't taste very good, but you know what does taste good? Forgiveness.
3: <laughs> <laughs> also the uh, zucchini cornbread. Also zucchini
2: cornbread very- is amazing, by the way. Do you want to try More some? persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm terrible with persuasion. Oh, wait. I'm going to give you guidance. Oh, okay. What is that? Plus four? D4 that you can add. I rolled a a seven minus one. So six plus three is nine. We are not charismatic. Nope. (laughs) We're tiny and green.
1: Hugo looks down at you and your little orcling eyes is like, considers it, looks at the flaming arrows and is like, no deal. What? No. If Hugo comes over here and apologizes for what he does to me, then we can talk. But well, you take your little flamey arrows and get on out of here. Wait, Go well,
2: wait a eat minute. his
1: delicious zucchini cornbread and enjoy I, I
2: pull some zucchini cornbread out and I say, Hugo. Oh, that
1: looks good. I haven't had that Listen, in a long time.
2: What if I give you some of this right mm. now and mm. I'll throw in five gold and you mm. give me that arrow?
1: It looks good. But my heart is broken and my heart is hurting, and I can't enjoy the, the pastries. I'll, I'll tell you what you go over, you get Hugo to come over here and apologize for what he did, and I can take care of you and, and, and maybe give him, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds, right. but I'll go. it's no deal
3: until we move forward. And, Mr. Aaron, is this the only way you will let us have the uh, rep- repository arrow? I think that's a different arrow, <laughs>
1: very different.
2: Uh, that's, that, uh, effects, it's a gentle, repose, branch. All right, let's yeah, go. I mean, let's go. I would oh. sell. Oh. Yeah, I on. would
1: sell you the arrow, but I ain't, Hugo can't have it. All right, you take it and take it out of here. That'll be fine. But Hugo, if he wants it, he's got to apologize. All
2: right. Well, we'll be back in just a minute.
3: Come on, Brunch. Eh, okay. Do, 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 do we go across the alley? We go to see. Ding
4: a ding ding ding. Hugo.
3: Hello, Hugo.
1: Hello. Did you get it?
2: No. Uh, not quite. Um, <laughs> there seems to be a history between you, and he wants you to apologize for a melting cake at a wedding. I didn't
1: melt it. Look, I didn't have anything to
2: do with that. I, I, I made a very good argument that, that it wouldn't make sense that you would uh, destroy your own work. So, listen, if you go over there and apologize, he'll give you the arrow. He doesn't want you to have it, but he said I could have it. So if you
1: want, I
2: could go out and hunt for some sort of
1: game. and and um... uh, Look, he's a small bitter man and nothing's gonna make him feel better about that he's just sitting over there
2: what's the selling
1: minute? his stolen arrows he's not even a very good archer do you know that yes, you I don't even that, know is. how to use those arrows he's he's just sitting over there trying to make a quick buck
3: did you say that aaron was stealing the arrows
1: yeah, he's stealing the arrows. You think he makes all those fancy arrows? He can barely carve a straight stick. Wait, who does he uh, steal them from? Where does he steal them from? Maybe we
3: could get you the arrow from the person he is stealing it from. Where does he steal them from? You didn't notice the giant curtain? He just walks, uh, there's a hole in the wall. He walks right next door and he steals them from Fletcher's flurries. What? I thought that was an adult section of the arrow place.
1: No, you didn't think. you didn't think the giant curtain on the side of the building wasn't a suspicious to you
2: fletcher's flurries go out of business because
1: they were openly being
2: stolen by a shop next to them
1: nah nah fletcher's flurries went out of business a while back on its own and uh, but they just sort of up and left and so aaron's over there he's a scavenger basically he's just uh, making a quick buck off of what's left right okay
3: we'll be back and uh his his uh, ex-wife how is she doing come on brunch i don't For think me, that's me. important you just you go scurry along ding-a-ding, right scurry ding-a-ding. along and then that's scurry and then i scurry up <laughs> uh gravely goes over to
2: fletcher's flurries uh he's gonna look at the boarded up whatever try to find the loosest you know <laughs> way in that might be going on the side and see if there's like a side entrance
3: Eh, why don't we just uh eh, go in through the curtain
2: I don't want to go in that way. I want to find, I want to see if we can go in the store and then find what we need. Just go with me on this. Can you open, can can we get through this quietly? Yes. I know we can just, I know that. we can break through it, but <laughs> I'm just trying to find a way. So
1: what you're looking at just in terms of the storefront is it's boarded up. So you could certainly like pry off boards and maybe break a window or like break the door open. Not really subtly. Is there? Are there any small
3: openings that a small creature could fit ah. through?
1: Yeah, um, there's a there's some kind of like space underneath the door. It's not like a perfect fit. And there looks like maybe underneath the boards, there's some broken glass. So that might be a possibility if you're small enough. All
2: right, Brunch, do you think you <coughs> can go under the door? Look around, see if you can just grab some arrows, slide them underneath. I'll take them. All right. You come back through and then that's, that'll be it
3: eh okay how big would you say this opening is zach under the door yeah like what size creature could i be would a rat fit rat can fit through anything
2: as as wide as its head
1: it doesn't like look quite rat size maybe like your knowledge of rat squeezing but it's like not long, not bigger than an inch at its kind of like widest point
3: so, so a mouse that wouldn't be mm-hmm. able to fit but not necessarily a rat yeah probably or a snake okay Ooh, oh a snake That'd be fun. Uh, I'll be a snake. I'm a little garden snake. Okay. <laughs> and you just kind of slither on under there? Yep. And, ooh, I can use my telepathy thing that I picked up. A <laughs> eh, eh, branch is eh, <laughs> s- going inside. I don't know why he has a, a list while he's uh, telepathy. I know. Eh, <laughs> eh, and I eh, eh, Okay. How do I know what is a eh, seerite c- eh, arrow?
2: Listen, you're just going to have to grab some arrows. Anything that looks more than just like a special arrow, uh, you're going to have to bring it under the door and and slide them to me. Okay. I will
1: look for special arrows. So (laughs) you're in like snake perspective, looking like up on everything through snake vision. It's uh, dirty down there. There's a lot of dust. Um, You see... Uh, you know, a few broken arrows. Not a lot of like stock around in the front. Um, actually, while you're there, you can see that there's a big hole in the wall on the left side of where you are, with the curtain covering the other side. So you can kind of see like light coming through the curtain. <clears throat> and Aaron actually walks in. Let's have the snake roll stealth. Uh,
3: wait, I do that as a snake, right?
1: Yeah, and uh, you can roll with advantage because I think you're not especially. I'm a small conspic- snake. Conspicuous.
3: I got an eighteen uh, without any modifiers or anything.
1: That'll do it. Plus two, okay. so 30, 20. You kind of freeze as Aaron comes in, kind of walks in towards the back, and uh, you kind of like freeze in place for a minute. You hear him rustling around, and then he walks back out with looks like he has a couple arrows in his hand. Maybe and you're alone again. Telepathy to gravely say the Aaron
3: arrowin guy walked in. I am still looking. And then I look around for some more. I look around for some arrows.
2: All right. Maybe I can distract him while you look around. And just get whatever you can and slide it under the door.
3: Looking for good arrows,
2: Zach.
1: You don't see anything useful like where you are, but you can kind of like follow his path. Kind of like towards the back, you think, is probably where... Something that valuable might be. I go to you the kind back. of slither around that way yeah. <laughs> towards the back. Uh, Gravely will go into the arrows
2: again. And say, uh, "Hey, Aaron, it's me, Gravely again. Hey, uh, maybe, maybe um, I can show you something that will be impressive." And he pulls out another arrow from the back. Aaron
1: is as you're walking in. Aaron is like sitting and looking at a little frame, and it's uh, like. It's a picture of his wedding and you can see like a bunch of people have like blue <laughs> liquid all over their like nice clothes and they're like trying to take a nice wedding picture. But like everybody's a little like disheveled and distraught in the oh, picture. I-, I could see. He's just staring at it.
2: Right. Um, well, hey, uh, check this out. And I, I, pull, just, I pull out my bow and I and I uh, shoot uh, an arrow straight at this target that's kind of hanging up on the wall. Uh, just to, just to you know, be impressive. You know, like, like show him I can actually shoot stuff.
1: All right. Well, you know, you're obviously a better archer than me. So great, great job. Really, really good. Feeling really good about myself right now. Does Hugo going to come and apologize for uh, this? Wh- Holds up the picture. Oh, oh. um, uh, you know, Do we look like happily ever after right here? Do we look like a dearly, dearly wedded or whatever, you know, the, whatever uh, the guy
2: I, says? I, I don't. He does seem very deceptive and after talking with him you know i mean he makes Mm. good food but i can see why you don't trust him and i I, yeah i mean he's not going to come over here because he's he's a he seems like a bad person and probably did it on purpose yeah so um i'm right there with you so so you can maybe i'll just take the arrow for me i'm not going to give it to him um I, i'm gonna probably- let me
1: tell you a few more things let me tell you a few more things okay. about hugo the baker and,
2: and we could just like i'm just you. distracted i'm
1: just one uh, we grew up together oh. a long time ago in right. I mean, school <laughs> so back to back to branch <laughs> uh branch the snake slithering around so you guys kind of, like slither into this back room, arrow and uh, this room is like very like specifically and neatly kept and it looks like there's like columns there's quivers kind of like set neatly side by side and they're all sort of like painted and lit in different colors it definitely feels like you walked into the high-end session mm-hmm. section of this uh of this uh fletcher's and um sure enough you kind of look at them it's hard to see way up there because they're labeled but at the top and your snake eyes are like way not there but you're pretty sure you can make out in a kind of like yellow column gentle repose and there's like two or three arrows in a quiver that's mounted on the wall like way above where you are as a snake
3: is there any means by which i could climb up to it as a snake or would i need to stop being a snake in order to get to it
1: Uh, roll i mean if you want to try you can roll dexterity for it and see how that goes yeah let's do that Uh, i rolled a 19 i think Chris, you said Dex was plus two for a snake? Yeah. So i say that. You're a plus two snake. So you're able to kind of like climb up the wall. The wall's on a slight incline. You're kind of able to kind of climb up and get some leverage on the quiver and move up a little bit more and kind of like get to the arrow parts and like wrap yourself around an arrow. But now you're like leverage to get it out of there is like nil. And you kind of like end up like... Wrapping yourself around an arrow, and then you, like, slowly, like, slide down the arrow till you're eventually, like, at the bottom of this quiver. As a snake.
3: (laughs) Okay. I will crawl out of the quiver and turn back into Branch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You do
1: that. And there you are as Branch. You can very easily grasp an arrow.
3: Yep. I will take all of the arrows that are... Oops. uh, All of the arrows that are in... That particular quiver, which I assume now that I am branch, I can tell for
1: sure, is the
3: gentle repose.
1: Like I can definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely for now. sure. And there are three. I will take three. Roll stealth again. Uh, that's a sixteen total. So uh, back on the other side, Erin sort of like hears something and notices and kind of turns back to towards the. Quiver, hey, hey! Uh, um, listen. The uh, look at this fiery one. Let
2: me show you. Let me actually show you how it works. And I'll, I'll oh, shoot back. You go. I like that. Mmm.
1: <laughs> is that are those magical quivers or a magical arrow? Where did you, you come across a magical, this whole magical thing?
2: quiver? Any any arrow that goes inside oh. the quiver, it it creates that effect on the arrow. So it does,
1: it, it's the quiver that's really valuable. Then, it is right? quite. Yes. Uh, maybe you'd be interested in partnering with the quiver. I don't think so. Back to Branch. You're there. You're holding these arrows. It's dusty. Uh, you don't have a clear way out other than through the curtain. Telepathy uh, to Gravely.
3: Eh. I, I hate to be me again, and I have the arrows, but I am stuck. Uh cannot get out uh, without being seen.
1: Let's jump back and see what's going on with Tiburon and Randall. Hello, Knights of the World table, and happy December. As teased in the previous episode, it's going to be a rough month for uh, episode releases. This one's about a week late. There's just a lot going on. I'm out of town. All of our schedules are hard to put together, so uh, we will deliver what we can on the schedule that we can deliver it. We recorded a, uh, a bio episode for Randall that will drop at some point. That happened on a session where we weren't able to all show up, and so... Uh, We did that one because we had some time to kill, and it was a good time, like many of our bio episodes, ongoing plug for uh, if you haven't listened to the bio episodes in previous seasons go back and find them because they are really really fun anyway uh, we're gonna i think do a holiday episode it may be new year's themed uh, but that'll happen at some point randall's bio will happen at some point Um, we hope you are having a wonderful month you get some time off this month and i hope you are able to spend it with some friends or family or people that you like in general and feel supported by Thank you so much for supporting us. We really appreciate it. If you have listened this far, uh, you're all the way in season six with us. You know, we we consider you a friend. And if you've never reached out to us in any of our particular, uh, you know, we're on Instagram and Facebook, We're on Discord, and you know what a great way to check in with us and let us know what you enjoy would be to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, because we enjoy reading those, and we enjoy hearing from all of you. So, thank you so much for listening. We're glad you've enjoyed it. Thank you for sharing it with your friends. Hey, you know, if you're tired of Christmas carols at this point in the month, you could just play some Knights of the World table episodes during your holiday parties and anytime you don't want to listen to all of that music, which, you know, is great, but sometimes you need a break. Anyway, we sincerely hope that you are doing well. Now, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and make life an adventure. Come on back, boys! It's Tiburon and Randall in the morning. So you have settled into this booth in the corner of the singing unicorn, enjoying some brown water and ale. The ale is pretty good. Tiburon, the only thing you can tell about the brown water, it is not ale. <laughs> you're not sure what it is. Uh, it doesn't match what you're drinking or what you're like looking around the bar at what other people are drinking, and you can't mind anything that really matches the brown water.
5: What exactly is brown water, Randall? Do I even want to know?
0: Well, it's it's water that you add some brown to, and then it <laughs> becomes brown water.
5: I see. All right. Yeah. So, you guys... you guys are knights. We... we are, yes. Don't... don't go advertising it. Kind of t-
1: right at that minute, the waitress shows up with the uh, salt and pepper Hello. fries. <laughs> it's like Here y'all go. Can I help you with anything else?
5: Uh yes. Um are they cold or
1: are they warm? Oh no, I forgot about the cold ones. Uh, these are warm like normal people eat. Uh they will be cold eventually if y'all don't mind waiting a minute. Or uh I could go get another side for Randall if if you want. Oh
0: no, that's fine.
1: All right. Well, you boys let me know if you want any more ale or uh, brown water and uh, I'll come back and check on you in a bit. And she heads off. You're alone again. So looking around actually where you are, there are kind of like some people around you and that are kind of like in in earshot of being able to you could overhear them or they could overhear you and sort and what's the person immediately behind randall kind of in view of tiburon looks like a person wearing a a robe looks like kind of a scholarly maybe wizardly but more kind of like scholarly robe and is kind of like furiously scribbling on a whole set of papers and has a quill set up and is doing all sorts of like just work kind of furiously writing and things and has a drink next to him. It's kind of noticing that out of the side of your vision as you talk to Randall, you were asking about the Knights before you were interrupted. So what's that about?
5: Well, we're, we're an organization that tries to do some good out there. There's, there's people who aren't exactly uh, on the up and up and we, uh, we sort of try and Enforce the law and help people against them.
0: Oh. Cool. Like noble stuff. Y'all must be very rich.
5: Uh I'm not. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> oh. maybe other knights are. Uh, you don't we, you don't have do a we'll castle have. or something? Our organization has a castle. But we're we're sort of uh, uh I guess rentals. Oh, okay. Do you own a house, Randall? No, I
0: live in the streets. I'm out in these streets, you know, making moves.
5: It sounds lonely. Do you have family around here?
0: Not in here. They live out in the woods still. See, my family, they think that you can get all of, all of the nutrients and food that you need from nature. But I discovered that if you go to trash cans and into cities and into sewers and into back lots, that people just throw stuff away. And that's like free stuff for you to have. It's called trash,
5: Randall. It's trash. Yeah, it's great. Randall, could I ask you a favor? Sure. I'm trying to see. I I think there's like a wizard behind you and I'm trying to figure out what he's doing. Would you mind just subtly maybe turning around and taking a look at what he's scribbling?
0: Oh sure. You mean that guy right over there? And he kind of like gets up and like
5: points <laughs>
2: points <laughs> at him.
1: Or that guy. The potential which... wizard does not notice this at all. Okay. Still like just, just furiously scribbling.
5: Put your hand down. The one the one the one with the robe, the near one. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I'll go check. I'll go see what he's writing. <laughs> Let's go check with Sarsa. Uh Sarsa, you are at the bar with this barkeep. Who's doing her business, serving other customers? You just watched her go and serve Tiburon and Randall their brown water and ale and fries, and she comes back. But like, as you're kind of like casually trying not to be too obvious about watching her, you keep catching her kind of casually trying not to be too obvious about watching you, and you kind of like make eye contact a few times in terms of like, oh dang it! You both look away, but you both kind of knew you saw each other. Um, and then, so she kind of Aww, like
4: it's like a meat cute. Yeah.
1: So she like one of those times she like looks at you and tries to look away and is like, "Ah, oh, she already saw me." And so <laughs> she walks back to you and says, "All right, listen, you and your friends, you uh, you new in town?
4: Well, I uh, could say that.
1: I ain't seen you around here before.
4: Well, we ain't been around here, so I suppose that makes sense, then, yeah. You're
1: uh, well, I'm just gonna out and say it. You're one of us. I can smell it. I'm sure you can smell it too. Ah." Uh,
4: I, I had I had my my notions, but uh, to be honest, I, I never met another one. Well, I mean, I think I know what you're talking about. Do I, do I know what you're talking about? I mean, I'm a lot of things. I'm a lot of woman here, so there's a little bit of a laundry list, but perhaps you could be a little more specific.
1: You're a wolf. Or a dog. Or a coyote. I can't quite tell in this form, but I know you change. You're a lycanthrope. I am too. I'm a rat it's not quite as cool as a wolf but you know
4: oh, you can even you can smell the difference
1: yeah you can't
4: again i'm it's new to all of this it's 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 only been what was it a couple months well
1: uh, listen there's a there's a few of us here and uh, we meet up we we try to keep an eye on each other watch each other's backs and uh we're having a meeting later if i i could bring you
4: Uh yes i mean Honestly, I could take any friends I could get right now. It's all pretty strange and new to me. Listen, how did you come about it?
1: Well, the standard way. You know, I was bitten by a were-rat under the full moon, and, uh, well, you know how it is, I'm sure.
4: I I definitely know exactly how it is. I just wasn't sure if there was maybe some variations out there, but that is...
1: Not that I heard of. How'd you come about it?
4: Oh, the same as you, you know, just strolling along, minding my own business, and... Yeah. Anywho, it's it's not important. Uh, where, where did you say y- y'all meet?
1: Well, we meet here actually. Uh, after closing time, uh, we meet down in the basement. So uh, you, you'd have to come by later, and uh, we just sort of we get together and we support each other. Uh, it's not easy, you know what we go through.
4: And, and and there's there's a lot of us.
1: Well, not a lot, but there's a few, and. Uh, well, not everyone likes others sharing their business, so it's up to them to reveal themselves.
4: Unless they're like me and you literally sniff them out.
1: Yeah, that that does tend to be how we find each other.
4: Now listen, from one of us to another, uh, perhaps you could help mm-hmm. me a little bit. Uh, since I am new in mm-hmm. town, could you give me a little bit of an idea of the lay of the land? What am I looking at here in this here establishment?
1: Oh, well, yeah. Most of these are uh, locals, the... Uh, Good people of Cambion—they're mostly uh, good, hard-working folk. Uh, obviously, those are those are the guards over there. We tend to try to steer clear of their kind. Uh, they're in charge of enforcing the will of Lord
4: Malkadoth. Yes, we saw that nasty business in the town square. It—it was—it was particularly cruel. Has he been doing that for long?
1: Well, yeah, it's been happening here more and more since the great turmoil started and Lord Malkadoth's rule. And, uh, that there fellow over there scribbling away in the booth, that's, uh, Caracuil. He's a local scribe. He operates the, uh, scribery next door. He's, uh, a, a bit of an odd fella, but he's a good person to know if you're uh, interested in the magical arts at all. Uh, listen, you should know that, uh, it's not just the guards keeping an eye out. malkadoth he's got, a uh, he's got spies. He's got eyes and ears all over the place. And you don't want to be seen or, or overheard doing the wrong thing, or... Don't look, but over my left shoulder, uh, real casual-like, you see that woman at the the tall table, wearing the red dress? She's one of them. We don't, we don't know how many there are, or, or who there is one, but uh, but you can be sure, anything she overhears, it's going straight to Malkadoss' ear.
4: But, but the rest of us are not loyal to him?
1: Well, we don't know for sure. That's how he wants it. He wants everyone suspicious of everyone else, but... Uh, Well, we know a few, and when we sort one out, it's best to not let on that we know, and uh, now and then it's useful to provide some misinformation, if you know what I mean.
4: Right. I suppose I'm just lucky then. And what was your name, darling? I'm sorry I didn't catch up the first time.
1: My name's Cletus, and uh, you are? Who do I have the privilege?
4: Oh, my name's Sarsa.
1: Sarsa. I like that. That's a nice Mm -hmm. name. Well, welcome to Cambion, Sarsa. I I wish we could uh, be a little more welcoming to you. Well...
4: To be honest, this is a much kinder welcome than most establishments I've been at lately, so I'll take it.
1: Well, that's good to hear. Uh, Let's go back and join the boys.
4: Real quick, though, I'm gonna telepath to them from my little bar stool, which I imagine a little bit of time has elapsed. So I don't know where you, but I would clue them in about the red dress and the the scribe guy. Yeah, it's not being trustworthy.
1: So Tiburon, I mean, we'll kind of keep in line with Tiburon and Randall. You've Talked a little bit and have a look around and, and tried to, like, lower Randall's volume a little bit. Uh, but you do get that message of, like, the woman in the red dress over here. You hear from Sarsa, and you kind of, like... Well, so telepathy, you mean, like, the knight's telepathy? Yes. Okay, so good, strategically, that you can only mention it to Tiburon. So Tiburon, you hear that, and you kind of process based on the, the most recent interaction with Randall that, like, you don't immediately think, like... Okay, hey, that person over there don't don't draw attention because clearly that's not Randall's specialty. Right. But you do get that right. message from Sarsa.
5: Okay, you know what, Randall? Actually, just let's let's talk about these delightful fries. They're so good.
0: Oh, I know, right? Ah, uh, just imagine when they get some garbage juice on them a little later tonight.
5: Mm. <sighs> yep. <laughs> All right. I, I can only imagine. Do you really want to wait for them to cool off? You don't know, like them warm? No, I can eat them warm. It's just you know. Not as good. Ah. (laughs) Randall, by any chance, have you ever picked up anything uh, magical from the trash?
0: Oh, yeah. I got all kinds of fun doohickeys and magic things. Yeah. Why? What do you need?
5: We might need some help uh, taking people down, maybe stealing some things, maybe sneaking into places. Do you have anything that might, might help disguises or subterfuge or something?
0: Hmm. Well, let's see. And he goes into his trash and he uh he uh pulls out the one bottle uh from earlier and he says I know this one'll help.
1: <laughs> Both of you roll
0: perception Four
1: twenty. <laughs> twenty. Oh <laughs> um Randall, you notice that uh there's a person sitting between you at the booth. <laughs> and you kind of like look to your right and there's a person there, and it's the it's the person who is furiously scribbling behind you a moment ago who is now sitting in between you. Wait. And this person is still sitting there scribbling and says, you're interested in magic?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. We love magic.
1: Tiburon, you now notice this person. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh,
5: Hello. What's what's all this thing?
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you're the right sort of person, I can connect you with some useful scrolls, spells, Either of you uh either of you a caster?
5: Yeah, I am. I've uh I've been known to dabble as of late of the magical arts. Well,
1: I can I I write scrolls and uh I could connect you with one if you're interested, if you're gonna use them for the right purposes.
5: Can I tell if like do I get a bad vibe or uh uh is he is he being like straightforward with me?
1: Roll insight. Hard to say, but your sense, given the kind of, like, overall vibe of this town and just the context of what you're doing and, like, what Sarsa just pointed out about, you know, the woman in the red dress, it seems strongly he is either sorting out, are you, you know, with Malkadoth or is sorting out, are you with the resistance, with the willing to fight Malkadoth? And you don't quite know which he's asking and recognize that, like... That answer's pretty important to this, like, interaction.
5: Got it. Um, before I answer any further, I'll send a message to Sarza in case she hasn't noticed and let her know, Sarza, he's sitting right here with me now.
0: <laughs> oh, using the spells? Like against those fascists? Yeah, we will be doing <laughs> that.
4: <laughs>
1: Randall. Boy, Randall. Uh, hey, settle down. Settle down.
4: Yeah, I'll let you dictate, but, like, when I hear from Tiburon, like, that he's sitting right next to them, like, I would look up, see what's going on, see the fact that Randall is talking, <laughs> <and> probably <laughs> just beeline it <laughs> over there, and I would be acting about as sloppy drunk as I possibly could. And, and so can... this
1: is the scribe that uh, Cletus pointed out to you that is now, yeah. like seemingly is not at the table that he was at and has appeared in between them yeah so you do have slightly more information than than they had so you head on over there
4: uh yeah i'm gonna come over and be like oh my gosh you two i just met the sweetest lady at the bar this is the absolute best best vacation i've ever been on oh honey are you having fun did you make a new friend who are you love and i'm gonna kind of slosh uh Both slosh a little of my drink over the edge of my tankard and then also slosh my body down into the seat, like almost on top of the scribe and like basically put an arm around him like, oh, hello, new friend.
1: Uh, So the scribe is like glaring at Randall from the previous like interaction. And then you come like charging over there with that person is like kind of freaking out a little bit and annoyed and like kind of shuffles through some papers and pulls a, a scroll out. And reads it in a language none of you quite recognize. and everything gets really, really quiet. like super quiet. Like there's no noise from outside of your table. You can still hear each other. You can hear still hear a little bit of crinkling from Randall's bag and the noise that you are making, what you're saying, but it seems to have kind of like isolated the sound onto Ooh, your. Ooh,
4: that was a fun trick. Are you one of the magic folks?
1: Oh gosh, you're so loud. The two of you. We, you, you, you don't, you're clearly from somewhere else because you don't survive here long like that. Make, like, making that much kind of noise.
4: Oh, I'm so sorry, love. Let me know, is there any way that we can make it up to you? And I would like to, as I'm doing that, I'd like to use my little tiefling, uh, enthrall ability.
1: Mm, wisdom.
4: What kind of caster is he
1: hmm what's the what's 16. the save i think he beat it yeah he beat that so did did not work you kind of feel it not work and uh he's still kind of staring at you i rolled two nineteens.
4: well and then i'll just try and enthrall in the old-fashioned way
1: mm, the hard way the long way
4: oh old tibby and i we we tend to be a lot when we're on vacation but we just don't get out very much so you know
0: and i'm a local
4: <laughs> yes, we met our charming new friend Randall here. Uh, he was digging through the trash at the uh, the inn that we're staying at, and we were just so charmed to meet some local characters uh, that we just, you know, asked him to take us somewhere nice so that we could meet nice new folks like yourself, and here we are.
1: The This guy is, like, staring at you, flirting at him, and, like, looks at Randall, who's just being Randall. <laughs> And, like, kind of looks back and forth at you as you're both kind of interacting with him. And then turns to Tiburon. Uh, listen, uh, do you, do you cast, do you, are, do, do you know any magic?
5: Uh, I sure do.
1: Listen, I, I saw you with rigs, And I I, I just want to, I want to help. Uh, and so, uh, here, here, uh, maybe take this. And he hands you a rolled up scroll. Says, like, uh, just just have a look at that. And uh, if there's anything I could do to help with the effort, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm next door at the Scribes. You What's can find the
4: rigs? Me- is, that a, is that some sort of local thing to look at? <laughs> Sounds like fun. Uh, I've been looking for some excursions while we're here.
1: At the same time as you kind of like look at the scroll and turn back to him, it gets noisy again. It seems like that spell ended and he like fades out. So he like disappears. You kind of... Feel him. You suspect he went invisible, um, because you kind of like he's like sitting in the middle of the booth, and so like he disappears. But like as he like makes his escape and goes kind of the easiest route, either like under the table or over the table, or kind of like tries to get away, he kind of like is not quite smooth enough to not like bump into things on the way. So you have is a he clear sense. Rise over. <laughs> yeah, I think he. I think oh. he goes. He dumps un, He go ducks under the table, but like. Hits it a little bit, so it definitely jostles and some fries fall out A few go onto the floor. Some stay in the bowl, but you definitely have a sense of, like, okay, well, he's nudging past our legs trying to get out of there. And you definitely have an opportunity to, like, I mean, I could grab him or we could let him go. We could pretend he's better at this, or it's up to you, really. He's not effectively escaping the environment. <laughs>
5: i'm I'm gonna go i'm gonna go for a quick snatch i'm I'm gonna see if maybe i can get a hold i
4: i would also just like is there how genuine does he seem when he's saying like that he wants to help with rigs
1: uh roll insight 17 his awkwardness in like not knowing how to be like what you read from his staring at you is he does not know how to be flirted with and like had no idea what to make of your non-magical efforts and like he knows actually that Randall was not handling things the way he was comfortable with, so like you read a very genuine process of just a little bit of an awkward person who went to Tiburon because Tiburon seemed most safe to speak to, and genuinely wanted to help, and then was kind of like overwhelmed and needed to get out of there. Hmm. Who Tiburon? You do successfully well. Go ahead and roll a like a dex check
5: uh 12
1: um yeah you're able to kind of snatch a uh like kind of edge of his robe you can feel it he's still invisible and you, you hear a little like you <laughs> you kind of like <laughs> stopped his progress what? for momentarily
5: i, I uh Tivaro just stares at sarsa and it's like uh uh what, what's the phrase the the dog that caught the car i'm like
1: uh, <laughs> what do i do uh, now <laughs> yeah. i was working on instinct
4: <laughs> sarsa just kind of like shrugs her shoulders and just is like Hello.
5: no! Uh, do do I have a ma- by like a bit of robe or something? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna stab it with my scimitar to keep it in place.
1: <laughs> All right, you do that. You hear him? He's still invisible. You hear him's like, "Listen, I just i I mean no harm. I I just I don't want to get caught. But uh, I I hope that helped. If you want to talk more, I could I could meet you in the scribes maybe tomorrow. But uh, uh, please, just just. Oop. Who, I don't who should hurt. we
5: be asking for at this? At this scribes,
1: uh, Caracquil. Caracquil. I'm Car- Caracquil. That's me, Caracquil. The, Caracquil, the scribe.
5: All right, Caracquil. Yeah, you better be on our side. Oh, and I take the scimitar out.
1: You, you are very frightening. We'll uh, uh, see you later. <laughs> he's still invisible. You kind of like sense him that he's like no longer present. Bye, Caracquil. Tiburon kind of like unroll the scroll that he gave you. Your wizard studies have been very limited, but you kind of recognize some basics of what's on this, and you think it's a scroll of shape water. (gasps) It's a
5: spell I don't know.
1: And being a cantrip, as a wizard, like, you could use it to cast shape water one time, but with some effort and some work and some investment of materials, you could use it to actually teach yourself to be able to cast that.
5: I show it to Sarsa. I'm, like, mildly starstruck. (laughs) I'm like, this is pretty good, right?
4: (laughs) Uh... Gentlemen, I would just caution us in the future. I've received uh, a message that we might want to be wary of the allegiances of pretty much everybody here.
5: We have been making quite a scene. Might it be best to move on to a different pub in our pub crawl?
4: I probably best not to lie in one place too long. Uh, what time is it, Zach?
1: Altogether, the interaction in this pub has probably taken up about an hour, so... If it was 5 when you are kind of getting going, it's around, around 6. Starting to get sunsetty.
4: Okay. And, like, so I probably still got a, a chunk of time before it closes.
1: Yeah, and in terms of, like, closing for a bar, it sounded like Riggs was going to come for you. It sounded like the plan Riggs would need you for it was kind of like a nighttime plan, so you're not sure you'd be able to really get there tonight to do there. Presumably, closing time for a bar is pretty late, so depending on... How things go. <laughs> it might yeah. be after whatever rigs have planned, if you know.
4: Mm-hmm. And the woman in the red, now that we've had that interaction with the scribe guy, mm-hmm. Sars is a little more curious about the woman in red. Is she, what's she up to? What do we see her doing?
1: Um, she is sitting at kind of like a high table on a stool and just kind of casually sipping, looks like maybe some wine sort of just glancing around in context of what was pointed out about her. You can kind of see that she's kind of casually just kind of keeping an eye on things and looking for anything that might be interesting. She's definitely in.
4: She's probably definitely noticed us, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, in terms of just scanning the bar for sure, like you're not super low key. She's probably familiar with Randall, but Randall hanging out with these, Two new people who kind of, like, carry an air of formidability, for sure she has.
4: Do we, though? We're just a family on vacation, Zach.
1: Sure, Sarza and Tiveron, just a...
5: Just one very strong man. Cuddly, friendly
1: family, laden with weapons and magical (laughs) implements. (laughs) Let's uh, skip back to Gravely and Branch. We left Branch (laughs) as Branch. Holding on to some arrows, <laughs> gravely next door with Aaron.
2: All right. All I'm saying is that you know when you have a falling out in a relationship, it it it's it might be possible for you to start again. I mean, you know, all, all bygones aside. I mean,
1: what's listen? Here's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't. I don't. You seem like a good person, and I'm happy. I'm happy. You're willing to talk to me. I think. I think she's better off. That's what this comes down to. Oh, dude, give yourself better, some man. credit, Aaron. He makes he makes incredible zucchini bread, and it's just you know what am I? I don't even make these arrows. I steal them from next door. I mean, what, what? I'm a nobody? She well, she made the it, better choice. That's, that's what it a, comes down you know, to. And I'm just I'm just bitter. You're I'm an, bitter. You're an entrepreneur. About... You know, you're making
2: the best of a bad situation. And I tap him on the shoulder and I cast calm that's emotions. Right. I am
1: I am an entrepreneur. Calm emotions. What's that involved?
2: Oh, well, uh, I am attempting to suppress a strong emotion in a group of people. Uh, it says each humanoid in a 20 foot radius have to make a charisma saving throw. And if they fail, I can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice that it is hostile towards. So what I'm trying to do is make him chill, <laughs> chill out. And if he fails, then I'm going to do something else.
1: So he makes a Christmas saving throw. Yep. You're trying to calm him down. Yep. Ooh. 18. Okay. He succeeds. He's just starting to cry harder. Oh, just he's it, better it, than me. He's better than everything. He's a better business person. He's a better breaker. He's probably a better husband. I mean, he is. I mean, he's a better husband. Obviously, that happened. I mean, he won. She's with him now. He's a better Can husband. I
3: hear this from next door? Like At that this he's, point, like, Yeah. <laughs> All right. yeah. I, uh, hearing commotion and like the wailing of a broken hearted man. I'm going to try to sneak my way towards. I mean, what the door I came into, which was boarded up, right? Yeah. That's the
1: only exit other than the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's okay. windows. Uh, you don't see any back yeah. door from the back room. So I'll,
2: I'll, I'll, uh, I'll use my night's uh, communication while he's like, ah! uh and say, mm-hmm. Branch, come through the curtain. I will distract him and be prepared
3: to run. I will do that. <laughs> I'm going to hide the arrows like in my armor, mm-hmm. and then I'll go in so that it's not like, <sighs>
1: Look, I got these arrows. Yeah. So let's, let's have Branch roll stealth with a advantage. He hey. is sitting pretty close to the curtain, but his back is turned to it. Can I cast guidance on myself?
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: Right, I'm going to give myself guidance.
3: All right, with advantage, I got 3, so 16 plus 4, 20.
1: 20. 30, 20. Add it yeah. up to 20.
2: I'll kind of grab Aaron uh, for both shoulders. Well, uh, he's taller than he wait, he's a human, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I just kind of hips. I'll just kind of I'll no, I'll just kind of put my hands on the counter cuz he's behind the counter and I'll be like, "Listen. Listen to me. Look at me. You're a good person." <laughs> You're a good person. I'm not a good person. You are. I'm not, you are. Okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, Listen, I've that, seen a lot of bad that. people. You know
1: what's most valuable in this world just friendship, you know? I
2: absolutely agree. You know? Listen, look at me. I don't have a lot of people that trust me because of how I look and how and, and what people perceive. But beyond that, it's it's the it's your character that makes that makes you strong. And and I can tell you know, that despite- I appreciate
1: you. Know, I appreciate about you. You're a kind person. And you're looking out for me, so look, guess what? Here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to do this for you, and you know what? Whatever you do with them, don't you worry. I'm going to go right in there right now, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to get those arrows, and I'm going to bring them to you. And he turns, right. he goes in the curtain, and Branch has worked his way around. So as he turns towards the curtain, Branch (laughs) is like right on the other side of him. Okay. And he goes in the curtain, and it's just the two of you. And and I turn around and say, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. And you're out with three arrows of gentle repose.
2: We're gonna go back to uh ding-a-ding ding! <laughs> 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 All alright now listen, listen. Did you get him? Hugo, um we took these. Oh, I
1: see you, you're out of breath. I think you got them. But,
2: but uh, he 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 if he realized that we took them, uh then he might be back. So maybe maybe we hang on to these arrows. Right. Not right. I don't want to cause any drama between you two. Maybe um, we will go get this whatever game, you know, uh, something with meat at some point. It might not happen tonight because we have another thing. And provided we survive that, um, then, you know, I'll, I'll try to hunt down. Some some things for you. This has gotten a little bit out of hand, but I'm sure it'll all pay off in, in, in the long run. Um, well, why would you
1: go through all that and not give it to me? Come on, you gotta, come on. I, I'm the baker. I need it. What do you want with an arrow A gentle repose? Uh, look, just give me one. All right? You don't need all of them. They recharge, you know. Yeah, you can use it once, and then after a week, it wears off, and uh, you can use it again. All right. I'll give
2: you one. But all right. I know you have other things here. So I would like some other kind of baked good for all the
1: things that we <laughs> just went through. It doesn't have to be meat-based. Hugo, like, looks you really close and pretends to think about it. It's like a done deal, but it's like, uh, All right, you drive a hard bargain, but uh, all right. Do you have anything with
2: brandy, like a brandy tart for one of my friends? Oh,
1: yeah, the brandy tarts. Uh, or, yeah, Or, the back or of rum raisin you right loaf. Here. You're going to love the like brandy that. tarts. Uh, yeah, rum raisin, absolutely. Here you go.
2: Excellent. Okay, that'll be for one friend. Do you yeah. have
3: any uh, scrap food that you oh, are going to throw away? Anything
2: that's old, uh, <laughs> moldy, um, you know, smells a bit odd, like, uh, oh, I'm not going to bake this. So this was a bad, uh, a bit
1: raw in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I usually save that stuff up and give it to Randall, but oh. uh, I guess I could give oh, it to you. He is with... our friend.
2: He is our friend, so we can just take it right to him.
1: Oh, okay. You know Randall. All right, here you go. And uh, scraps and uh, brandy tots, rum raisin.
2: And then, and then I need something just like a, and it, something like just the dense, you know, heavy fiber, something that that will really, you know, pack a punch. For my for my friend that I was going to give meat too but um you know that will come later
1: well yeah i got some uh salt loaf from last week it's, oh, it's basically stale excellent. bread
2: Excellent. He, he's a sailor so that that will go over quite well
1: you think that's what he prefers on dry <laughs> land with fresh ingredients available you think he he prefers the stale salt loaf
2: well you know when you're used to breathing a certain type okay. of air i mean it, it's all
1: right well take it hey take the whole loaf you've okay. you've been excellent.
2: great Thank you. Here is one of the arrows. Hands it over.
1: Oh, look at this beauty! Oh, so this I is still have work
2: out two arrows of gentle repose. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes, you do. Cool.
2: And uh,
1: is that an actual thing? I'll find out. Um, it is now. It casts gentle repose. Okay. On a hit, on a on a kill.
2: Okay cool and I, I say well thank you again for your business and for the lovely uh, uh time and back and forth i'm sorry to have to come into your shop a few times um maybe we'll be back and we'll see about uh, those meat uh meat pies or meat meat pockets or whatever you might make yeah
1: sounds good i'll let you know i'll uh, send you a message when i get the the new
2: meat in. have you thought about um have you thought about meat pockets because that's quite a thing over in
1: um, another place that uh, i've been to and uh, I've heard about. That is an idea. I could do something like that. Pastry. Like, uh, what's that chain they have around uh, around town? It's a it's a Petrus Petrus Pockets. Petra's Pockets. Yeah, we could do better than that. We can open up some local competition. Keep those uh corporations out of here. We
2: could. Uh, yeah, you know, you can. could name you could it. Do uh, like um, Hugo's. Hugo's hand Pies. Yeah, Hugo's Hand Pies. You could just call them Hugo's Handies.
3: Well,
1: no, maybe that. No, I, I don't think we're gonna call
2: <laughs> it that.
3: Uh, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here is what you can do to help us. You should apologize to your neighbor, Aaron, and treat your new wife nicely. And do not tell him we gave you that arrow. Okay, bye.
1: So basically, like, Gravely and Branch walk out. Grants has a sense of, like, okay, I'm looking at... What you're literally looking at is the alley where Clump was. Aaron's kind of, like, shack that's attached to the Fletcher's. Which you know, Aaron is potentially going to like, is right now figuring out that you stole the arrows. <laughs> and then on the other side of that is the hotel you're supposed to go in and uh, rescue uh, the rats. Let's go to the room. hotel. Getting, getting, getting. So we
3: uh, go into the hotel and uh, we need to stop them from hiring adventurers who uh, want to kill the rats. All right, that seems very specific. I'll let you take the lead on this one. Uh, not sure how we are to stop them, but uh, we have to try. I don't. Kn-
2: I don't know either. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very strange mission. But why are we doing this exactly for for honor? Uh,
3: I met a uh, a, a lady a druid in the uh, clump. Oh, and, uh, you're doing uh, it for
2: a for some for a companionship.
3: Uh, oh, she, I see. She uh, offered me a reward.
2: I mean, I, I found religion because of my relationship. So I, I completely understand if you want to, you know, go on a side quest. That's fine.
3: That is a much a bigger change than going to a hotel.
2: Sure. Well, you know, got to start somewhere.
1: Yeah, All right. Okay. lead the way. Uh, I walk over to the hotel. So facing, you're facing the like Fletcheries and stuff. And to the right of that uh, is the a two-story, kind of grand looking. It's like, looks... It's a two story building. It looks like maybe it was grander back in the day and they're trying to keep it up looking fancy, but it's a little bit run down. And uh the sign is in Elvish. So if I neither of you reads Elvish, then you're not sure what it says. It looks very fancy.
2: I do not. Mm. Halfling. I and do Elvish not either in common.
1: All right. But you can head on over there. That's definitely the place. Yep. We head in? So you're heading in as the straight up Gravely and branch. See what happens. Yep. All right. Don't have any. Uh, have, don't have enough knowledge to do anything <laughs> else.
2: So. Oh, I do. I do read uh, Elven with a Drow dialect, but I guess that's still considered Elven in the grand scheme. Because Drow, Drow was one of my favorite enemy.
1: Uh, I think there's probably some like variants in various words. Actually, specifically because of that. You read this sign and based on your kind of like limited knowledge of drow and like the like script this is written in is not definitely not the script the drow typically write in. So it's a little mm-hmm. bit dicey, but you think it says pooping hippogriff.
2: Oh, huh. OK. It's it's like, it's like it's like reading one of those signs with the with the letters are really stretched out. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> I know this is English, but I can't quite I have to get it at a weird angle or <laughs> Uh, well, I was thinking okay, it was more I like think, if you read it, Italian. Is it a hotel called the Pooping Hifagriff?
3: Uh, it might be. Clump uh, did uh, not say the name. She just said that hotel and pointed at it.
2: That doesn't seem like a very inviting establishment, but uh, all right. Well, no wonder they have a rat problem. Let's go in.
3: <laughs> we
2: go Rats in. do
1: like poop. So you walk <laughs> into the lobby of this hotel There is some tables and chairs and kind of like, you know, sitting room kind of area. There's nobody in those. Uh, On your left, there's like a concierge desk. And there is a person there farther back. It's a relatively large building. And farther back, there's like a bar area. And there's a few people kind of like back there. They don't really take notice of you. Mainly, it's this uh, concierge type front desk person to... Your left, who says, "Welcome to the pooping Hippogriff." Uh, well, may I? Uh, may I help you? Now, we're uh, we're we're each
2: like three feet tall. Is is it like is the concierge desk like normal person height? <laughs> or Hey, I'm All three foot high. four. The desk is a little <laughs> bit
1: elevated. And this person is, looks like they might be kind of like up on a platform. So they'd be kind of naturally looking down a little bit. So they have the angle to see the two of you. This person, okay. um, I will actually say that was said in Elvish. So Gravely, again, like you are about 80% confident that that's what this person said to the two of you mm-hmm. in what, like, again, like, you don't necessarily speak the language well enough to fully understand all the inflection and stuff, but, like, it seemed a little bit condescending.
2: All right. Well, hey, uh, did, did you yes. understand what he said? Vaguely. <laughs> I think he said welcome, but it was sort of.
1: Uh If you only speak as a common tongue, I suppose I can uh, switch to that.
3: Uh Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Eh. Hey. Thank you. You are uh, looking hello. for a I... room
1: or or perhaps work or uh, what what brings you to the Hippogriff? It sounds hey. it sounds better in 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 the elvish tongue. It's uh, it's a it's a sort of a metaphor. It's not uh it's it sounds better in elvish.
2: I I try to say in my broken elvish <laughs> like we're not from around here which sounds like not please, just <laughs> do not do not
1: try it is better that I speak I speak your language oh, all right well I'm, you I'm offend sorry. me I
2: just to speak know. I, I I apologize
3: uh, he, he, hello sir uh, I am uh, you can call me branch and uh, this is uh, gravely and uh, hello. we we uh, heard that you had a, a uh, some rats in the basement is this uh, is this true uh,
1: you are seeking you are seeking a work uh, work experience uh, are you? Uh, well I, I wanted to
3: uh, talk to you and see if uh, maybe you could stop killing the
1: rats. Is there a, a other solution? Uh, Once the rats are gone, we will no longer kill them. But until that day happens, we will pay the bounty of uh, one silver per rat carcass that you produce and uh, take with you. There are several adventurers downstairs already uh, partaking in the rat extermination. If you would like to join them, it is uh, is simply one silver per rat uh, until our facilities are purged. It, there are adventurers uh, uh, there now. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh,
3: yes. Uh, Gravely, we should go down there and, and, and uh, help them.
2: Well, uh, p- perhaps, but I mean, it doesn't really solve the problem because they're going to keep hiring people. So, uh, what my associate is getting at is um, we're, we're seeing maybe if there's a long term alternative method of instead of trying to kill the rats, maybe we can. Put them to better use, or, or or get them, you know, give them a a habitat of some kind where we're not.
1: You want to put your rats to them. a better use? Uh, we're, are you going Listen. to make a small rat army, or perhaps perform experiments on them? Or what if your hotel
2: is known for highly intelligent rats that that help out with, uh, you know, some sort of establishment? Uh, the numbers they could attendance. cook. These rats do not cook; the
1: they eat our food. If you are not interested in helping out, you may go, or you may pay money no, for wait, wait. a room if you want. But uh, sir, we, my friend we
2: here, my friend here, can actually talk to them, and we might be able to talk with them and get them to leave or help out in some way. So,
3: if yes, you uh, give us, the perhaps chance. they will come with us, or uh, maybe we can find out what they want, or uh, we could uh, we will make them stop eating your food. Yes. That's what you want? This is
1: the goal, yes. Uh, if you can uh, remove the rats, I will still place the bounty. If uh, if the rats are alive and here... You ask many questions. Uh, I, I recognize you. I feel like there is... Uh, you are... Were you perhaps coming here before and trying to... Uh, to speaking to my staff about uh, saving the rats and please do not... There was a protest several weeks ago with signs, but only one... Hooded figure was holding uh, them. Was that you? That's for, you seem very much like the no. description of that person. Uh, yeah. We just got here uh, what yesterday? Two days yes, ago. Yes,
2: not not all goblins look alike, sir.
1: They all seem same to me. So if you want to go downstairs and work, please do. And if not, you may leave or you may rent a room for two golden night.
2: All right, uh, come, come on. Okay, we will go downstairs. come on, Branch. Let's go downstairs and try to deal with this. All
1: right, we head downstairs. Generally speaking of the vibe of this hotel continues to be like trying to look a little nicer than it is. Things are a little bit ratty. There's like nice furniture that's kind of scuffed up. There's like really Mm. nice looking curtains and things. But like as you kind of like brush against them, the fabric's really not as nice as it. So
2: basically bed, bath and beyond.
1: but (laughs) Yes, ish. Uh, Not. Not really. So you head down. So you like open a door that leads to these stairs that go down to the basement. And it's kind of like an interesting combination of smells of like some really good, like rich food smells, but mixed with like kind of like rotting gross smells. Maybe a little rat poop kind of vibe and rat pee, rat poop, that kind of thing. Like it's definitely like this is not this is not good. Um, You walk down there. There's some noise. Down there, so you kind of, like, walk down. It's sort of dimly lit. You see, like, casks of wine and some food stored in, like, uh, barrels and, and, and boxes, like, there. Um, and generally speaking, you see several figures that are mostly focused on the rats, Um in fact, the first thing that catches your eyes is a little, like, Firebolt zips by, and it looks like there's a wizard down there shooting fire at a rat that, like, this one didn't hit it. But there's a couple of, like, corners of like, singed <laughs> have been recently hits by Firebolt, kind of like there's still a little flame on pieces of hay and stuff. Uh, there's an female orc fighter with a club that is hitting things. Again, also not very effectively, but trying to, like, sees a rat and clubs it you don't see a lot of rats you figure they're around but this crew is kind of like keeping them at bay a is little it, bit
2: is it pretty dark or is there some sort of light source like a torch
1: yeah there's a couple sort torches and like momentary flashes of fire bolts too so you can definitely kind of see but okay. it's dimly lit there's also a uh, a human female in armor with like some holy symbols on it. And she's just kind of like standing between the other two command companions, kind of like waiting patiently. Um, and she definitely uh, turns at you well and look, kind of, she like notices you first. Like, Oh, Oh, hello friends. Uh, he- uh, do you need healing? I could, he- I could heal you. I know. I know cure wounds. If you, if you, if you need to, if I can mend your, Oh, I know cure wounds
2: as well. Oh. Okay. Uh um, well, uh, my name's Gravely. This is my associate branch. Um, Hello. We, we were wondering if we uh, might have a word with the rats before you pulverize them with clubs and hammers and things.
3: Yes, the uh, uh, the guy
1: upstairs he wanted to uh, know why the rats were here. The wizard shoots a sees a rat like behind you and shoots a fireball, kind of instinctively, that goes in between the two of you. You both have to kind of like jump separately. Hey. Do not shoot us. And and the wizard, who is a, a, looks like an elf male, is like, out of my way. I must, I must, ten more rats before I meet my bounty requirements. Please. If you want some, this is our territory. We called it first. We we will be taking out these rats. Back away. uh, Haberol, don't be so nice to them. We're the party, and we need to build up our experience here before we can move on to greater adventures.
3: Uh, we we cannot have you uh kill any more rats until after we talk to them the rats uh, are this has all been a test to gain more experience uh by the hotel people
2: yes and uh and you passed so here's some money and and gravely will pull out uh <laughs> three gold. <laughs>
1: Wow, the fighter like and looks like, up at you and has caught your attention in terms of like this is a test. Um, and as you kind of like are oriented to them, a, a a halfling, a male halfling in like dark brown and black cloaks jumps out from behind you, uh, from behind a barrel, and leaps not at you but like past you at a rat and misses it. And that little halfling is that- like, ah, sneak attack yells <laughs> as as he jumps yells sneak attack and then does not hit that rat either darn it uh,
3: you should not uh, you should not yell out your attacks as you do them
1: if you want to be sneaky
3: yeah no one does
2: that the halfling
1: looks up the halfling is like startled by you and like gets still real quick and then says hiding and sneaks back behind the barrel oh my hey. gosh
2: it's like a I walk around the, the barrel yes <laughs>
3: I walk I walk around the barrel and I say, hey, hello, little halfling. Uh, We uh, would like you to stop killing the rats for just a moment and then you can go back to it if uh, if you can. But just if everybody could just wait, uh, that would be uh, really good. Uh, Once again, I will give you three gold to give us
2: three minutes uh, to talk. Okay, just back off.
1: And the orc fighter so says like three gold is more gold worth more than one silver for rats. Yes. Yes, for three minutes. Very
2: good. Mm-hmm. You
1: want us to leave or I mean uh, you that can just would stand be good.
2: there if you want, but you can also leave.
1: If you could go and stand
3: a uh... At the top of the stairs, at least, so you do not scare the rats, because you are very fearsome, uh, uh, adventuring party, and uh, they the rats could be scared. But we need to talk to them.
1: Grunk is time. very scary. Grunk will stand on top of stairs. All yeah, right, thank Grunk. You, well, Grunk.
2: here I will give you a gold.
1: Grunk takes and, the uh, gold. Your f- bites it.
2: Your friend, uh, the Mister. Uh, Caster per Quasi-Kazoo person, kazoo
1: and... is my name! Oh. I, too, will take this gold. I have very right. few spell slots left. <laughs> Quasi-Kazoo takes gold, Kazi-Kazoo walks upstairs. Kazoole. kazoo
2: Kazoo,
3: no G- G- Oh, Kazoo. Uh, Mr. Uh, Rogue. Oh. And I'm standing right next to him. I just tap him on the <laughs> shoulder. Eh. <laughs> 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 uh, can, they Can you also go up there, please? The rats can tell that you are there because uh, you are upwind. Is that right? I can never remember which way that is. Yes. Branch would know that, but I wouldn't. I don't know. I can never remember.
1: You are a... Yes, they can smell you. (laughs) If the rogue is upwind, yes. Uh, 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 I I I would take the gold.
2: Oh, and uh, what's your name, little person?
1: The halfling? My name is Chris. Chris the Rogue. Good to meet you, Chris. Chris.
2: I think it's Chris with a Z. Two Zs.
1: Chris.
3: Two Zs.
2: Two Zs.
3: (laughs) Oh, anybody that's got two Zs is okay with me. If you have a rogue with uh, two unusual letters at the front or the back, it is a great rogue.
2: Chris
1: will disappear, and Chris just steps behind the orc.
2: Okay, thank you, Chris. Uh, All right, um, and ha- gravely, I think you've got
1: Haverall, the, who is the cleric, is sort of standing there and is like, "I, I volunteer. I'll do. i like, I'll join my party. I'm, I'm here for support." Uh, thank you very. I much. I know light. Does, does anyone it. need light? I could cast light.
3: Oh, uh, I know light. Well, it's fine. Oh well, that's, rats that's do that's not nice. like uh, uh, lights. So if you could uh, just refrain from that and use the darkness, that would be good.
1: All right. Well, uh, I'll wait upstairs then. Cool. uh well, thank you and I will
3: uh, have a roll I will cast speak with animals <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> is that all animals <laughs> what speak with animals do
3: it says you gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration which is about 10 minutes the knowledge and awareness of many beasts is limited by their intelligence but a minimum but adding at, at minimum beasts can give you information about nearby locations and monsters including whatever they can perceive or have perceived within the past. All day. right. You have ability to speak with rats and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, hello, rats. Eh, uh, oh, wait, uh, what's your face? Clump told me names. Uh, oh, no. uh Cynthia, <laughs> uh, Darlene, <laughs> uh, Winchester or a uh, or click click or feather or any of you here. I'm saying all this in ratese. um, Just radish. <laughs> Uh, I am a friend of a uh, uh, of clump on bottom of, of boot. Uh, what do you want? Oh, hello. Um, uh, which one are you? I'm, what is your name? I'm Crick. This is Darlene. Hi. Okay. Hello. Uh, I am Branch. Uh, this is my friend Gravely, and uh, we are here on behalf of my friend Clump, who said that you are in grave danger. Because these, uh, people, (laughs) and a gesture behind me at the adventuring party, are uh, going to try to keep, are going to keep trying to kill you.
1: Well, yeah, I'd say we're in moderate danger. They're not, strictly speaking, that dangerous. But, uh, we do lose some, sometimes. So, uh, yeah, if you could, if you could back us up on that. But, like, the meat's really, the sausage is really good over here. And, like, uh, there's a hole in that wine barrel over there. And, uh.
3: Uh, what if we had a better place Cynthia's that in you the could ale go to? There. Do you want some ale? Uh, not, not just yet.
2: Okay, <laughs> keep going, Cynthia. The problem is that they're gonna, they're gonna keep hiring people to come get you until you're all dead. So maybe we could relocate to <laughs> you to a separate location with as equally as good food.
3: Equally good food. <laughs> uh,
2: I don't know. Uh, can you? Can you? Uh, I don't know what, what you're saying, Brunch, but maybe you can.
3: Yeah, I, I translate all that. I'm being an interpreter. Okay. Um, So eh, we could take you with us, and then you, they would not. Because there is a sign upstairs that says that they are going to keep giving money to kill all the rats, and they want to kill all of you, and
1: they're not going to stop until you are all dead. It's an interesting proposition. And I do hey, not want well, you to. How about dead. this? Uh- <laughs> Darlene the rats have been mostly hidden but there's a few kind of like poking their heads out starting to look at you and you see a couple like huddle up and kind of like squeak to each other and uh Darlene kind of like turns back and says like how about we hire you to kill them for two silver each